Hey, you guys! It's Justin here with Fox English Learning, and in this English lesson, we're gonna go over how to understand native English speakers. We're gonna review some words that we used on the Facebook videos, word of the day, and we're gonna talk about how to have fun learning English so that you are able to learn as fast as possible and able to enjoy the process. So let's have some fun and let's learn some English. Welcome to the Fox English Learning Podcast. And as I said in the intro, we're going to discuss how to understand native speakers. Uh, we're going to go over some examples of some words that we used in the Facebook video word of the day and also talk about how to have fun learning English. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day or that your week has been great. Um, I have been working a lot this week. As you guys know, my ultimate goal is to be able to do this full time. But right now, I still have to work another job on the side. So let you guys know I am working towards that. And you guys listening to this podcast and these lessons actually help me get closer to the goal of doing this full time. So as you guys know, all my English lessons are 100% free and they're posted every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So make sure you stay on the lookout for that. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much any podcast uh, platform will allow you to listen to these free English lessons. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day, like I said earlier, but just like you know, all the lessons are free and that's because they're sponsored. So sit back, relax, enjoy this quick sponsor, and we'll get into our English lesson for today. Thanks so much for listening to that sponsor. By doing that, you help my dreams come true of being able to teach English full time. So thank you guys so much. So let's go ahead and get started in this lesson. I hope you guys are enjoying all these lessons on how to become fluent in English fast. Uh, and we're going to break down some of the ways you can do that and some of the best principles. So uh, I had a student message me about, Justin, I can understand English um, and I know how to write in English. Uh, I know some things like that. But when I listen to native speakers use English, I don't understand what they're saying. And here's what's amazing about that statement. That's so true for so many English learners. You learn English, you learn vocabulary, you learn phrases, you learn tenses, you learn sentences, you learn how to put things together. But as soon as you speak to a native speaker, you get confused, you can't understand what they're saying, and it can be difficult kind of to process uh, what they're saying. And there's a few reasons for that, and there's a few things you can do yourself uh, to better understand native speakers so that you can communicate in English so much better. So I just wanted to give you guys some quick tips on that, and then uh, later on in another lesson, we'll go into detail. So some things to understand. Native speakers do not use uh, all the right rules of grammar. That's what's so hard. You'll learn something, 
in English and native speakers won't use it correctly. There's a lot of slang, there's a lot of messing up and mixing of words, and you have to have that in your mind when you're learning English that it's okay to learn all those principles and it's good to learn grammar and it's great, but when you're in a real life conversation, it's gonna look different. And that's because there's a lot of slang. And when I say a lot of slang, what's even crazy is there's, especially say if you're in America, there's kind of uh, four parts of America. You have, you know, the up north, which is like New York and places like that. Then you have the south, which is Tennessee. Then you have the Midwest, uh, which is some places like Missouri and Kansas. And then you have the West Coast, which is like California. And here is what's crazy. They all speak different. They all use different words. They Some speak fast and some speak slow based off just where you are from in America. Each kind of uh, demographic and each part of the country speaks different. And it's even hard sometimes for people from up north in places like New York to understand people from Tennessee down south because of the way they may speak. They may use words slower. They may draw some words out. So it's, it's similar in other countries. So other countries have a, you know, use the same language, but based off what part of the country you're from, you may use it differently and speak differently. So you have to remember that when you are learning English and try to speak the native speakers is that you don't know where they're from and what's their background. So they may speak English completely different from another person who speaks English. So the more comfortable and the more interaction you guys get with people, uh, from different places, the better you'll be able to understand English. Say if you talk to somebody from, uh, you know, Europe who speaks English, they may sound different. UK and American English are totally different, and then there's different things within American English. Uh, another step is to learn slang and to learn phrases. Uh, so I'm actually going to start doing that in my lessons to help you guys be able to speak the native speaker is break down certain slang words in certain phrases and slang is just like a a kind of a own groups kind of version of words so say if someone says what's up a slang word may be what's up you see how i said that quickly i didn't say what's up i said what's up it sounds different but it means the same thing and that's a slang word it's just a it's said different or it could be used in a completely different word is what's up it just means what's up. Uh, so I'll break down some of those phrases for you guys and some other, other lessons and we'll have some fun. Another thing you can do is you got to use YouTube as much as possible. You need to, you can simply search, uh, say if you want to learn a different slang from a different part of America, just search New York vloggers. So a vlog is V-L-O-G. And that's someone's kind of life. And you can watch people in America, people in the UK interact in life. But the cool thing is you can interact and listen to the type of English they're using. Listen to the slang words they say. If they say something you don't know, look it up and see what it means. So look up some vloggers. That will help you a lot with understanding uh, different slangs and, and understanding native speakers. And uh, also... I would do everything I can for my word of the day on Facebook to implement those things and try to show you guys how to understand native speakers. Uh, so, and also the last thing is don't get nervous. 
So a lot of times you think it's just because they're speaking English too fast, and which they can, but also you're just so nervous. And being nervous can hinder uh, your ability to think and you kind of freeze in the moment. So remember that not everyone speaks English the same and a lot of people will use things incorrectly. Use YouTube and search vloggers, V-L-O-G-G-E-R-S. And you can search different vloggers from all over the world where people speak English and you'll be able to hear just how different they use it. Um, also remember to, uh, that I'll be putting out things on Facebook and even things on here to help you guys and also uh, to not let your fear get in the way. I did just want to give you guys those quick tips on understanding native speakers. Uh, I hope that helps. If you have any more questions about native speakers, message me those and I'll help you with that. Uh, so we also talked about that we're going to break down some of the words that we used in the words of the day on Facebook. If you don't know what that is, each day I post some kind of English phrase or some kind of English word and I try to make it uh, tangible. And what tangible means is something you can grab hold of. So, so far last week we talked about a kitchen cabinet and coffee cups and mugs. We talked about a microwave and we talked about an oven. So a kitchen cabinet is where you put plates and where you put dishes and things as such like that. So a way that you could use that and talk about that is, hey, can you go get a cup for me out of the cabinet? That's how you would use that. Or do we have any more dishes in the cabinet? Or can you go in the kitchen cabinet for me? Those are some ways you'll hear that word used. Um, say if someone needs a coffee mug, a coffee mug is specifically a cup that's used for coffee or you can have a glass, a plate or any kind of thing in there. And I'll show you guys some more of that. But that's kind of the way people discuss cabinet is usually asking someone to get something out of it or anything like that. The other word we talked about was a microwave and a microwave, it really just heats up food really fast. So let's say if you have some food left over, you'll put it in the microwave. It's kind of a smaller version of an oven that cooks really, really, really fast. And all that, and that's all that is. So someone would say, hey, can you get the pizza out of the microwave? Um, or someone could say, hey, can you open the microwave for me? Or can you get my food out of the microwave? I want to make sure you guys understand how I'm saying that. It's microwave, microwave. And then the other one was a cabinet, cabinet. So that's how you would say those two words. And then the other one we talked about was an oven. And remember, an oven is what you cook in, so it heats up. There's some ovens that use fire. There's some ovens that use different forms of heat, but it's an oven. And it cooks a little slower than a microwave. So you can make pizza a lot of times in America, you can make that or any kind of special kind of food. It's going to be made in an oven. So a question or something you may be here with that is, um, did you set the oven to the correct temperature? So with an oven, you can set how high you want it to cook on. So that is some ways that people do that. And so that's a way you guys can learn how to use cabinet, microwave and oven. And if you have one of those in your home or anything like that, 
use it when you talk about it. Even if no one in your house speaks English, just say out loud, oh, this is the cabinet, or I need something out of the cabinet. Or you could even write down on a sticky note the word cabinet and put it on the cabinet so that you're reminded of that every time. So those are some some of the words we talked about from uh, the English words of the day. So I'm going to do more with, with teaching you guys how to use those in different phrases, uh, but just making sure it's something tangible. And remember, tangible just means something you can grab hold to. Uh, so we had cabinet, microwave, and oven. Lastly, uh, one of the third step in becoming a confident and fluent English speaker is having fun. I cannot stress enough for you guys is that English learning has to be fun. If it's not fun, you're going to give up and say it's not working or I can't do it. But the people who have fun are the ones who learn English faster than other people. So remember the first step we talked about was motivation, understanding your why. And I actually had a student send me their motivation on Facebook. So shout out to that student. That is awesome that you sent that and it made my day. You guys can message me on Facebook as well, your motivation for learning English. Uh, Then we talked about repetition. So doing things over and over and over again. So you have to master English until it masters you. So you got to practice speaking in English, writing in English, listening in English until it comes a part of who you are and what you do. And a lot of times that can be hard if you're the, if no one in your city or town or country speaks English. Um, But remember, we went over the method for how to teach you talk to yourself, you know, but I'm going to do more in, in helping you guys with that. So just keep a lookout for that. But remember repetition. And then the third step is fun. You have to look for different ways to have fun doing this. Um, one way is, as I always say, is I'm a big fan of it is YouTube. If there's a person you watch, make sure they speak in English. Or if you watch the, you can watch the news in English. You can watch TV shows in English and other things like that. But it's got to be stuff that's fun for you. And one of the most fun things uh, to do with learning English, which we'll talk about more later, is teach somebody else. You want to really know if you're learning? See if you can teach someone. Can you teach someone a simple greeting who doesn't know any English? How to teach them to say, hey, how are you in English? See if you could do that and then see what it does for somebody else. So make sure you guys are having fun. If you have any ideas for other people, message me and I'll make sure to let people know on this podcast how they can have fun learning English. You're already listening to me. Uh, teach English. I think I'm pretty fun. So that's one fun way for you to learn English is to listen to my lessons uh, as much as you can. Um, But just want to let you guys know you all are awesome. I just wanted to do this quick English lesson to give you guys some tips on how to understand native speakers, break down some of the words of the day and how they're used in context, and some examples and some things you can do to have fun learning English. Uh, As always, message me any questions you have on Facebook or an email for learning English. Um, Also, want to let you know, I'm in the process of getting together some stuff for the best applications to have on your phone to help you learn English. And there's a really cool app I'm excited to share with you guys, and it's 100% free. 
and it'll help you learn English. But I hope you guys have a great day. All my students are awesome. And remember, have fun learning English.